0: Hey, uh, what's happening? Uh, There was something I wanted to talk about and I can't remember what it is. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, I'm out of movies to watch. I'm sure you're asking yourself, how can that happen? Well, I have a pretty particular taste. Um, I don't like a lot of the superhero movies. I'm probably gonna get hate for that, even though I'm a big comic book guy. I got all the comic books. I just not a big fan of the movies. But anyway, I watched uh, Seven Samurai over the weekend, and um, that was a good way to spend four hours. Definitely a better way to spend four hours than to watch Justice League. God, that movie was a slog. Anyway, I'm out of movies to watch, so uh, if you have any good movie recommendations, throw them my way. I may have seen some of them, but uh, I'll take any help I can get right now. Today's show is more of the same the last couple weeks, you know. Actually, that's not strictly true. There wasn't much basketball or hockey, or not basketball, I'm sorry, oh my God, I'm just, my marbles are full of mouth today, as Jerry Gergich would say. Uh, There wasn't a whole lot of baseball or hockey news, really. So it's mostly basketball and football today. But uh, yeah, nevertheless, good show. So let's get to it. All right, welcome to this episode of Stone. With me, as always, I have Dubs. Say what up, Dubs.
1: Drought- boobs, yeah.
0: And Meech. What up, Meech? Yeah, what up? It sounded ooh, like you are about
2: ooh. to
0: go... Yeah, dude, right?
2: Announcing starting lineups of basketball teams, bro. Yeah, some jock jams, bro. Remember jock jams? You got a
1: space jam opening.
2: Rip off my warm-ups, bro.
0: Yeah, jock jams, dude. That was... That was the jam. (laughs) All right. You got an oof? I do. So remember uh, our oof from last show
1: was the boat stuck in the Suez Canal. (laughs) Yeah, which has since
0: become an internet sensation. Yeah, I was actually, like, following this story because of
2: the fact that it's been literally everywhere. And I was like, wow, I I was a little angry. I get double shit for reading up on, uh, you know, Egypt today. And here I am all over the place yeah
1: bro i talked about it on here i go upstairs to watch fucking something else on youtube and they're talking about the goddamn fucking suez canal shit and i was like dude i had to like go deep dive for that fuck off (laughs) but anyway that thing still stuck supposed to take about three weeks total probably got like two and a half weeks left on that bad boy
0: oh i heard it got freed today did it Free, they freed it today yeah oh i
2: missed that they we got freed an it it got stuck and then it got freed again oh look at that they said <laughs> it was originally. they said it was gonna take like three fucking weeks yeah they like, did
0: yeah crazy. yeah it was i mean like,
2: it's already been a week i i don't even want to know how much money has been lost yeah, yeah. At, it was yeah. estimated like five billion a day yeah yeah that <laughs> seems about right it's Great. Crazy. a day but, you said that's crazy
1: so shades of that we got a florida man who had a 40-foot oh boat fall off the back of his truck that blocked a highway for four hours uh, yesterday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking Florida, dude.
0: Fucking <laughs> Just <laughs> need a hurricane Florida. to free
2: that boat up and then just drive it off, you know?
1: Florida was like, you guys gonna block up that canal? Hold my beer.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Remember when the dude ate the other dude's face in Florida cuz he was high oh on god. bath salts? Yeah. Yeah,
2: sure do. That was like high school,
0: I think. Yeah, or- it god was like it, yeah, I think it was like right after we got out of high school cuz I remember like we got some from a guy years ago and he was like, "Alright, look, this is like new. So don't fuck with it. Like don't take a lot of it because we have no idea what it does." And we're like, "Okay." And we were taking Shut a up, shitload of it. Us. And then like a few months later, or like a year later, that dude ate that dude's face off. And we we're like, Oh, that's the shit that we got. Like they said, the like technical name of it or whatever. And we we're like, yo, we have a whole bag of that. And, uh, damn, yeah, <laughs> get <rid of> that. <laughs> dude, I
2: fucking, one of my frat, like my best buddies was a frat boy and, uh, he couldn't take drugs because of his job. So at some point we were at like a house party and we smoked spice and it is oh, the Jesus. worst it's the worst my lungs were on fire i did it one time i took one hand and i was like that is the worst feeling ever i don't it, it was it was horrible i was like this, this should be illegal not fucking. well it is but uh yeah, <laughs> weed should not be illegal like what, what is going on yeah. here and then i was like yeah it's not it's always just worth it to smoke like real weed
0: yeah yeah it's like the salvia and oh, shit like yeah it's obvious that's ugh, it's a bad time it tastes weird Stick too. to pot,
1: people moral of the story yeah. yeah,
0: stick to pot yeah stick with the green speaking of congratulations new york uh passing let's recreational marijuana let's go new york good snaps for, snaps for, new, snaps york. for new york <laughs> i'm a <laughs> little go. shocked
2: they hadn't done it before like they're a fairly liberal place
0: they are yeah but they have like they had for a long time like tyrannical drug laws so i was actually kind of surprised that it was you know i was also surprised
1: so I was like, let's go to new york
0: yeah it's weird there we are a liberal state but they've had they had like a very 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 like tyrannical drug policy for a long time so good on them way to go all right so- uh,
2: and then it's um yeah. it's it's with schedule one drugs too so i'm sure that pause people
0: yeah which bernie, is
2: the stupidest thing i've ever heard of or seen in my life but it
1: is stupid yeah i mean P- portland's just like, i mean oregon in general is just like hey you you got drugs on you yeah, that's cool man yeah something. whatever
0: i mean you know but it's freedom
1: um <clears throat> fuck i was gonna ask you something bernie and it's escaping my mind this is perfect podcast
0: oh i probably can't do oh that. how's
1: your grow up going
0: uh it hasn't started yet i'm gonna wait until yeah, it's he's counting legally. things out yeah i'm gonna just wait it's gonna be like a couple months and it'll be legal here so the word is that they're gonna push it up to july so i'll just wait a couple months Let's and go. uh we'll get it started anyway we had 10
1: clones going but fucking the cat ate two of the, t- the tops off with two of them so <laughs> two of them died
0: do that what little bastard
1: he just is relentless with them after we uh harvested last year. We had him like drying and whatnot. He like got a taste for them, and he's just he hates the smoke, but the plant itself. He's what horrible. a shocker!
0: Your cat has a taste for marijuana. Cannot see, yeah. I'm he was also found frozen at the brewery,
2: so <laughs> alcoholic too. <laughs> Basically, the cat version of double.
0: You have a gutter cat, bro. Jesus. Oh, he-
1: He's got no ears and no tail. He's like 22 pounds. He's a piece of shit.
0: Hey, 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 be nice to him. He's got no ears and no tail. He doesn't need you calling him a piece of shit on top of it.
2: He does have a loving home, so he's not doing that bad.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get to some baseball. What do you got for me, boys?
1: Meach um, the Lindor deal yeah. offered to him
2: yeah i saw that yeah what was it Mets offered him a 10-year 325 million dollar deal yep uh his people have yet to say anything on the matter uh he does have a deadline of before the season to extend so we'll see if that gets done before the season which starts thursday for a bunch of teams not all teams uh because we know how mlb does it they stagger the shit out of opening day um but this would make him tied for the fifth highest contract in baseball, uh, put him right there with Giancarlo Stanton. So uh, we'll see if he accepts that deal uh, or if he does want to see what free agency looks like.
0: Yes, yeah, someone for SNY said that the rumor was he he had rejected the deal and that they were trying to come to like a you know mutual agreement. Well, I was
2: reading they were he had rejected their last offer this is their final offer oh, okay so apparently. this is like okay so this is this is the last offer they're going to offer him and so like i said his people haven't said anything on this specific deal but this was the mets final offer which i'm pretty sure ownership floated through john Heyman. so right uh, i'm guessing that is legitimately their final offer and yeah. and his deadline is the season so we'll see if his side signs a deal or they basically go to free agency.
0: Yeah. We shall see this what else has been going on.
2: Final offer. Uh, that's, that's basically it. Other than like, I like I stated, uh baseball opening day is almost upon us. Most teams start Thursday. Uh, but like I said, MLB really staggers the shit out of it. So yeah,
0: right.
1: Eduardo but, Rodriguez was slated to be our starter on opening day. He got moved back with a dead arm. Nathan Avaldi coming in to start on opening day. He threw throwing fucking smoke in preseason, spring training. So it's a rough ace,
2: though. That's a rough ace. Yeah, hopefully our our six and seven starters that don't make our rotation are better than him watch it. i'm just saying <laughs> i would take dustin may or julio urias over him projected I'm, our six and seven starters basically i'm not saying i wouldn't to be honest
1: <laughs> but, but we got nasty late he's on the fucking bump hopefully rodriguez doesn't have to miss a whole lot of time maybe he'd come in like second or third game of the season and hopefully chris sale gets back at the start but yeah excited for some fucking baseball
0: okay so you want to do some basketball
1: yeah, we got the uh had the NBA trade deadline pass basically right after we had the last episode go up, the trade started. And I was like, Wow, fuck. All right. Gotta keep track of this shit for next episode. But the big one was Nikola Vucevic going to the Bulls. Really wanted him on the Celtics. Meach rubbed that one in my face on Twitter. That one hurt a little bit. Vučević and Aminu will go to the Bulls for Wendell Carter, Otto Porter, and two unprotected first round picks.
2: It's funny. I saw that trade, and my first reaction was Al Aminu? He's still in the league. That was literally my first reaction because I remember he I would always get him as like you know a bench player in NBA 2K. Like I want to say 13, but that could be wrong. No, sounds right.
1: Yeah, right? Like the NBA 2K yeah. 13. 2k11 he was in the uh, well he got drafted in 2011 but he was in like the my player mode he was one of your like first rivals in 2k11 (laughs) him and Ekpe Udo that's a fucking name Eric Bledsoe too
2: (laughs) yeah Bulls add some help uh, to try and get Zach Levine uh, a decent teammate so we'll see how that works out for the Bulls still got Markkinen too yeah, that's right. I always forget about him. But he is—he has not been doing as well do. as he was the last couple of years, though. Yeah,
1: he's forgettable. <laughs> I don't fault you. <laughs> Nuggets trade Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, and a first-round pick to the Magic. Orlando was busy for Aaron Gordon and Gary Clark. So Aaron Gordon heading to Denver to help out Vucevic, Jamal Murray, and a strong Denver Nuggets team gets stronger. And the Magic look like they've blown it up.
2: Yeah, yeah, Riched. they they look like they're taking a loss this season, which I feel like they had like a run in the bubble. I thought I thought they were up and coming, and then they just have kind of fallen flat. Yeah,
1: they never had that star though. Like Fultz was the number one overall pick, but quickly knew he wasn't going to be that sort of. He, of he's purpose. looked decent there, but yeah. he's not on that right. team right
2: now. Right? Because he, he blew his
1: ACL. Yeah, I believe so. Like the first week of the
2: season or something, he blew, he had a major injury, which is kind of sad because I I felt like he had finally figured it out as, as you know, everyone was labeling him a bust. He gets out of Philly, looks like he figures it out over there and uh, then just killed it the first season. He was out with a major injury, so kind of a setback there, but yeah, they still have performed under. I agree. Fultz was getting really good. We could have seen, you know,
1: what he could have done at full strength this season with, you know, a regular season, not right. in the bubble. But right, like you said, he got hurt. I just don't think he was going to be the number one guy there. I think if they wanted to compete, I think they needed a second guy. And if you had another star in there with Vucevic and Foltz, it could have worked out. And Gordon is a side piece too. But they got to blow that up and you got to feel for the magic. They just get stars get close, lose them, rebuild, blow it up. Like, it's just a vicious cycle with them.
2: Yeah, yeah. And they're not even like the Marlins where they win championships and then have to blow it up. Right. They just get rid of rid of everybody without getting anything in return for it, essentially. <laughs>
1: Shout out Dwight. Shout out Shaq.
2: Yeah. He do Turkaloo. Oh, Hido Turkle Lou. That's a name. Dude, the Magic were my team, my 2K team for a while. Jameer Nelson? They had, yeah, Jameer Nelson. Jameer Nelson had a nasty floater. And Rashard Lewis, all of whom could hit threes. Totally my team for a while in NBA 2K. Absolutely. And fresh jerseys.
0: I love them all black.
2: Yeah, we mentioned it a couple pods ago. They always, I've always liked their jerseys, even though they're not like crazy. Like they're just, they're pretty simple usually, but the colors just go the black, blue, and white, right? Black, blue, and the background color of white uh, all go together really well on pretty much every jersey they own. They always look good. All right. That
1: was your magic minute. (laughs) show some magic you know what they're getting love on the pod okay that's what they're getting they won't they won't put fans in seats they won't put w's in the win column but they're getting some love on stone sports they're getting
0: that stone sports love yeah (laughs) it's unconditional (laughs) unconditional Unconditional. okay we might have to set some conditions it might have to be conditional love all right let's talk about some hockey um
1: shame and the orlando magic this fucking guy I also wasn't (laughs) done yet, sir. I didn't get to get to my Celtics.
0: Oh, my God. Okay.
1: Evan Fournier to the Celtics. Still on the magic, actually. (laughs) For two second-round picks. Uh, Solid trade. People were pissed about it. We obviously didn't didn't get Vucevic. I wanted him. But I'll take Evan Fournier. He's a sneaky 20-point-per-game scorer. Really good free-throw shooter. Efficient from three-point arc. I'll take it. It was a, we didn't have to give up
2: anybody. Was I'm wondering when Jim or Fredette comes back from China because he is what everyone is looking for. He's, he's basically Reddick. I had that thought the other day, Beach. I was like, can Jimmer give it another go? Like, how, who would want he's him still just plays. knocking down threes? He's in China. Yeah. But, uh, Shanghai Sharks. Yeah. I know that because he's, the DP show like loves him, so I and I love him as well. So I keep tracks on or keep tabs on him as well as the show does. Um, but yeah, no, I, he just fits perfectly in the NBA today. How is he not on an NBA roster?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's outrageous to me. Uh, last bit of Magic news here: Terrence Ross. Did you see his uh his meme that he put up on Twitter? It was pretty good. I doth not. After all the trades, he posted the uh the gift from what's what's the movie? Captain Phillips, the I'm the captain now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like the only starter that was in the rotation that's left. That's and OKC good. projected thirty-four draft picks in the next seven seasons. So basically two picks in each round for the next seven years
2: oh and and there's more coming to that because they Sam Presti said that they would be trading Horford next offseason so they'll get picks back for him too they just have to start building young talent on that team and hopefully they can do what they did with Harden Durant and uh, Westbrook you know hopefully they yeah, can love to see them they can draft well yeah i mean hopefully they can draft well and build a solid team to give okc which everyone says is a great place to play they say the fan base loves them there; like everyone seems to like it there but no one seems to like it enough to stay uh, also but, great jerseys yeah they're they're solid they're all right i mean you take those compared to the sonics ones and you're kind of like yeah they're not as good but whatever it's it they're they're fine they're not Anything I think right if you rebrand
1: it, not like completely redid the Sonics, but if you like rebranded them to look like today's NBA, they'd probably look pretty fucking sweet.
2: Yeah. I mean, something about that green and the yellow, like the, like the athletics look clean, even though some other colors like that don't like that. Those jerseys look clean. The Seattle Sonics did it really well where they made green, their primary color. So we'll, we'll see. I don't but- like
0: the Packers jerseys though.
2: The Packers jerseys are solid. I mean, I think I ranked them in my top 10.
0: Yeah, they're not like...
2: They're classic All
0: time, but they're pretty. Yeah, they're a simple Jersey sometimes can go a long way. I've said it a million times. I'll say it again.
2: Shout out
1: episode five. The great Jersey debate.
0: <laughs> Jesus. That's Bringing it way
1: back. back. Yeah. It yeah. feels like
0: forever ago, boys. Right. It was
1: only like fucking four months.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, sometimes I think we've been doing this for four Three, months. It feels like four years. COVID has completely destroyed sense of time. It's like an acid trip it's dead sense of time time is gone yeah it's gone yeah it's out the window window, man like there are things that happened like a year ago and i'm like wait was that a year ago was that two years ago and then i'm like no it was a fucking year ago it's really bizarre it's quick high thought
1: i'm curious how long it will take for people to take for granted like being outside and going out i thought about that too
0: actually here's the thing that i've been thinking what if Like, I don't remember how to be around people again. And like, I say like a bunch of weird, like awkward shit, or I just like, you know, like I get uncomfortable, like when people get out of prison and they like, can't handle it. You know, like if I'm in a room full of people, am I going to be able to handle it? You know, or am I going to be like, I just, I got to go home. Got the, know, like, like that guy
2: at Brooks and Shawshank Redemption where he doesn't know how to live on the outside. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean let's not Bernie go really further with that like. down that road, but just, Bernie gets know. invited to like a fourth of July party,
1: goes right. out, gets there, like grabs a beer, and just goes, I can't be here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do that most of the time anyway, because drunk people are obnoxious to me. But uh yeah. All right, hockey. Uh,
1: yes, except Andre Drummond and Aldridge signed Drummond. Oh, went to yeah. The How did I forget about that? I don't know. Even... I almost forgot about it. I was almost like, Yep, Jesus hockey. Christ. <laughs> the ganja Andre Drummond went to the Lakers, as yes. uh, Meach likes to point out, Celtics were in on him. Yeah, Yeah, the
2: Celtics were in on everyone. It ended up with Evan Fournier, who's not even a bad player, but he got shit on because just like the Russell Wilson thing for Chicago Bears. Right. You get talked about Russell Wilson and then you bring in Andy Dalton. It's the same. Like you talked about all of these star players for the Celtics. They end up bringing in Evan Fournier, who isn't a bad player. He's great as a shooter, he's kind of what they need too. But I mean, in addition to a big. However, you know, compared to what that was talked about, uh, you know, it just doesn't it doesn't really satisfy
0: bit of a yeah. disappointment, I, eh?
1: Right. I agree. I am a big Evan Fournier guy. Like before this, I've always liked Fournier. I thought he's always been underrated. He's been a 20 point 15 to 20 point scorer for like over five years now straight. Yeah. But you're right, Meech it's we were thinking about swinging big bringing in a big name to compete this season and Fournier is good i think he's gonna help more than celtics fans think he's gonna help
2: but i i get why people are you know down on it a little bit feel like i also feel like fans have semi-lost perspective when they're talking about trading um just yeah, like as, in their
1: franchise modes, it's like on fucking two K and Madden and all that shit. You just pull. Well, out it's also blockbuster like blockbuster trades.
2: I feel like Bleacher Report always does the oh the trades that work or whatever, and I feel like right. I That's feel like we've just fun. kind of gotten used to like hey th- that might work, and then you're like no that team would never make that deal ever in a thousand years. Like <laughs> it's why I said that the Jets were the one of the best trade partners for both the Texans and. Uh, the uh the seahawks because they have something to give back in addition to the picks so there's talent that they could give back i feel like what has happened now with all sports everyone's so hopeful for their team to pull off a big deal that you don't realize what it's going to take to get that big deal and i don't feel like the celtics and we kind of got derailed there but bringing it back to where we were left off the celtics had unrealistic expectations given what they could offer.
1: I agree. And if to that point too, like we have things to offer, but people would have been pissed if we offered up things to get those big names, you know what I mean?
2: Right. Yeah. Cuz you don't want to you don't want to give up young players to get aging players. You want to mix them, yep. you know, with pick late round picks whatever. But yeah, no, and then Andre Drummond like you said, so LaMarcus Aldridge went to the Nets. Uh, creating yet another ex-player that's joining up it's to like try. And beat LeBron
1: seven All-Star appearances between the five, between five players on that team now. Yeah, that's stupid.
2: Yeah, and then uh, Andre Drummond went to the Lakers. Um, I mean, it's not going to help if they can't get Davis and LeBron back. I mean, if they slip too far, it doesn't really matter who they bring in. Also, they kind of needed more of a shooter on that team. I feel like. So you know Jimmer for debt um Jimmer, gimmer the Jimmer. so sports
1: uh, supports Jimmer for debt
2: yeah huge Jimmer for debt fans here uh but yeah so those are those are the kind of ending uh waiver deals that were bought out at the end of the NBA trade deadline so
1: but yeah we can get to hockey in just a sec Bernie last closing thought here me sure you talk about like the trades. You know, bleach Report and everything tries to force them to work. Yeah. I always like when like on Sports Center and shit, when they have the two screens of like all the players on different teams, and they're like, you drag this here, you make the cap work here, and then bang, the Yankees have the five best players in the MLB. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they're fucking I mean, trade machines that they all come out to work out for, in one team's favor every time on those shows.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's as fans, that's what we've come to expect. Like, it's like the talk radio, the classic, like, hey, we'll trade you uh Mookie Betts and uh Mike Trout for a bucket of sunflower seeds. I'll hang up and listen. Like, that's just not how it works. Like, yeah. you just don't make deals like that. No one makes deals like that. Um
0: <laughs> That you know, broken
2: dryer back there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one deal that I can recall that was like, that was Mookie Betts were literally nothing and then you guys complained about it and we had to up our offer to a great player but i'd still have mookie bets out of that okay no comment you're welcome you're welcome no
1: comment (laughs) still (laughs) gotta hurt tell that tell your fucking cult you got going on there to take their shit off of fenway
2: first of all it's not a cult a lot of dodger fans hate pantone 294 Whatever the fan group is that that put that up, they're ridiculous. And I, yeah, I know them and a lot of others. It's still fun to rub it in. I don't know if we needed to put a billboard outside your stadium. Just look at the starting lineup every game and you'll see the same thing. Yeah. Hey-oh. Hey-oh.
0: All right. Put
1: a billboard in 2018 outside your fucking stadium.
0: Oh my! God. I mean,
2: I don't know what you're talking about. We're defending champs right now, so that's all. <laughs> I, I just I see a season back at this point. Um, you know, 2017 kind it's of just baseball memory
1: spans one year. He's been a yeah. It's very, years. very <laughs> short. I'm like
2: Dory. I'm like Dory. I, I have very, very short term memory.
0: Okay, so let's talk some hockey. I guess the first thing we could talk about is the Eckblad injury up. before we get to some trade stuff. And, uh, did you guys see the video of the injury?
1: I saw him get carted off. I didn't see the actual video. Of it's
0: the really weird. Cause it, it, I don't know. It doesn't like when the way they talked about him, like writhing in pain and shit, I figured it was going to be like super brutal video. And it's, it's really not, he does fall kind of weird. And, you know, sometimes you can, you know, I fell on a skateboard once and like destroyed my fucking knee. Um, and it. I don't know. It wasn't that bad. I like get, or you wouldn't think it would have been that bad. So like, sometimes you can just like tweak it weird, you know? Um, but yeah, he's out and that is not good for them. Cause he's arguably their best player. Well, not even arguably, he is their best, he player. Is the
1: best player. Yeah. He just yeah.
0: is their best player. So we'll see if the rest of the team can step up, but I'm, I'm doubting it. Um, but uh, thoughts and prayers to him. Cause he's a good player and I like him and uh, it sucks that he's uh, ended the season potentially with this injury
2: yeah huge hit for the uh the panthers they've been killing it this year he is definitely part of that um i mean they have a lot of good pieces but you never want to lose someone that powerfully offensive yeah it didn't even look like a bad hit like i just i just watched it it yeah, didn't even look that's like what i'm to... saying yeah
0: i it's think funny it's the though, way like... he went down which you can't really yeah, I see mean, like... on camera you know
2: Carson Wentz's ACL MCL injury didn't look bad at all. Like it wasn't like one of those injuries where you look at and you're like, Oh my God, you cringe. Like it wasn't like Burroughs injury. It was just, it's the way body parts move. Sometimes it doesn't have to be, you know, egregious. Yeah. It's about momentum, you know, and momentum
0: shifting. And there's our favorite word again, egregious.
2: I had to bring it up here. Yeah, yeah nice the, job, Keep
0: bro. the streak going. Hell yeah, keep the streak going. Have we ever gone an episode without saying it? I don't know. Probably. I don't know,
1: but for those listening, take a hit.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. A little bit
1: of a shit
2: show today. We are jumping around like crazy.
0: All right, so there was a trade this week, and it was between the Kings and the Rangers. I don't know if you saw this, Meech. The Kings traded a fourth-round pick for Brendan Lemieux, uh, which on the surface might seem like a bad deal for the rangers it's really not they're actually just moving him out so they can bring up vitali Kraftsoff, who is uh, a forward that we have in our farm system who's been i mean pretty consistently i wouldn't say necessarily lighting it up but putting up points like every season he puts up you know 16 between 16 and 20 goals and around 10 assists so he's not a bad player and they've just been looking for a spot for him So I'm pretty sure that's the main reason they did it. Some people are speculating it's to sweeten the package for a potential big center. Uh, But, you know, we'll see. I honestly, you know, I can tell you he's don't look for points from him. He's an agitator. He's an enforcer. So he's going to you know, come around to uh, start fights when you try prick. To take a run on your players. I mean, it's a little bit of a prick. I, I mean, know. that
2: might be good for the, the, the Kings. Sometimes guys like that get the team going, Yeah, and I mean, they have some scores on their team. Every team needs a guy like that. Yeah, they have some scores on their team. They just can't they can't get consistent goaltending and right. they, they're not I mean that's that's I think honestly their biggest problem. I've seen a fair amount of Kings games and I feel like it's almost always the goaltending that's right. a problem for them. Right. Um sometimes they just won't score too. Like I, I've watched at least three or four sharks games where the sharks have our number apparently because we just don't score against
0: the sharks. It's, it's yeah, but they're crazy. a young team, right? Haven't you the guys? Kings? Like, yeah, haven't you like younged up, if you will?
2: I mean, there's a lot of young players, but you still have Kopitar, Brown, Jeff Carter. Uh, you know, Big there's Kopitar still some names.
0: Guy. Yeah, it's just. Um, you but but know, yeah, when you no, there's a lot players, of players. You get inconsistency right, yeah. in scoring. Like it's just part of it until they get you know a little bit more developed. Like we're going through the same thing.
2: And at you or I can never say. His yeah, name, I can't either. <laughs> he is great. Like I, I like him. He was yeah, brought in absolutely. at a pretty and good got price, Barfield and he's been really up. good. Yeah, no, that you're you're right. definitely right. Robitaille and Blake have really tried to start the these basically the rebuild. Essentially, yeah, yeah. um, while keeping you know their pinnacles. Um, although those guys are all signed I feel like for not a while now but like I have one or two years at a pretty high number so I'm not even sure you could get rid of any of them I mean Kopitar probably but you don't really want to deal Kopitar (laughs) no you
0: don't no you got and you got to like I said you always got to keep one like older cat around to kind of like you know mentor the young players but the thing about it you know W said you always need a guy like that on your team I'm not so sure you do I, you do. I, no, I think at one point you did, but I don't think it's the same game anymore. If you look at the Lightning, if you look at... You know,
1: they don't need to get you don't need to get significant fucking minutes, but you need a uh, guy on your fourth line or something. If you I don't have, think you do if anymore, If you look man, at the
2: Lightning, they have Barclay Goudreau, who beat the shit out of that one guy.
1: Yeah, that was
2: the guy we couldn't the, think of the name that's of. Like, yeah, that like, was Barclay Goudreau, bro. It's
0: like the fucking name he does it but all i'm saying is like i don't think like the role of the enforcer is is on its way out man like because you're you like you look at lemieux it's a three million dollar deal for two years like that three million goes a long way you don't it's, it's 1.5 a year yeah like it's just like you can it's not that bad i mean johnny hawk it, it, it's guy. I mean, 1 million can make a difference. You know, you can get a couple good defensive depth or even, a, like, good forward depth for that as opposed to, like, wasting it on a guy whose main role is to agitate. Like, I just – I really think the game is is phasing out of that. It used to be completely necessary, but they are starting to crack down on, on you know, dirty plays, and I just feel like it's mo- – the game's moving away from that. And I'm – Are they? Yeah. Tom
1: Wilson's still just
2: chilling.
0: Yeah, well, Tom Wilson also did get a seven-game suspension for that. So, you know, five he's years also ago, killing been him. like had, three games.
2: I think he had three goals the other day, two goals the other day, maybe. I don't. He's he's not. I don't know, that but you know what, man, I'm gonna well, say though. that
0: I think they're a little fraudulent. I really do. The did. Caps, yeah. Like if you look at their like box score this season, they give up so many leads. Like they they had a four-goal lead on us the other day, and we scored four in the third period. Four yeah, no, the they're, third I,
2: I saw that game. That's not going to um, cut it in
0: the playoffs, dog.
2: The The problem is their, their goaltending as well. Yeah. I mean, that they, yep. they just didn't, but I don't know if that's a fraudulent team. Their team is good. They just, they need, they need goaltending.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying like, I don't think like if, if that problem continues to persist, it's, it's not going to be good in the playoffs like at all for them because the but teams at least that are gonna they going make have... it are going to pounce on that, you know?
2: I mean, I get it, but at least they have consistent scoring. My 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 whole calling out the the seventy not the seventy sixers, the Flyers, uh, was that they they didn't even have consistent scoring necessarily. Yeah. So they were very. I mean, they almost lost to the stupid the Sabers today.
0: Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about the uh, Flyers news of the week and Elaine Vigneault being typical Elaine Vigneault again and calling out Carter Hart. Did you? Uh, Just see gotta work quote? harder.
1: Just gotta work harder.
0: Dude, I mean, I could go Buckle on. Like, could do an entire episode about how much I think this guy is a fraud of a coach. And this you have
2: a, a weekly example. like Elaine Vigneault like bashing. Stuff. I've never well, heard. He of more.
0: That out of your mouth. He been a ammo. You really, really dislike him. Dude, I'm telling you, go like if you do a deep dive on Elaine Vignot, which there's no reason why you should, but if you did, you'd completely <laughs> understand. Because <clears throat> He does this. He leans on the goalie. He makes his goalie face, you know, 40-50 shots a game and then when they don't perform, like he leaves. Yeah, like nice. And when they don't perform, he, he <laughs> shits on them. And it's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like your flawed <laughs> system. You're every time you come into an organization, you tear up the roster and trade it away. You don't deploy players well at all. You can't fucking deploy lines properly. Like it's garbage. I like the guy is just a fucking fraud. And I really, really hope that if the next season doesn't go well for the Flyers, they fire him and another team does not hire him because it's only gonna be bad news for that next team, whoever it is. But, you know, like you said, Meach, they don't I mean they granted Carter Hart has not been good this year, and I think that's a fluke. I think it's one of those things where he's just having a bad year and he'll bounce back. But he hasn't, he hasn't, he
2: has had games where he has looked great.
0: Yeah, but the majority, it's been worse than it has been good, which is not characteristic of him last year. Last year, he looked really good, you know, like consistently. So I don't know what's happening there at all, but you know, like you've said before Mech, like they're not helping him at all. Like they're constantly putting him in positions yeah, they, where he pretty much can't make the save. You
2: know yeah i mean i've never seen so many people just walk over the blue line like yeah. it is and and so many of the flyers games that i saw this year um you know they don't have that that goal scoring ability to give up those defensive possessions that they give up i mean they just don't yeah. and, and and now it's finally starting to take its toll all of those shots on goal are now getting in now have to pay so, the troll
0: toll Ooh, exactly what a good episode
2: Pillow Pants, the best. The Pillow, pants. Troll. <laughs> Pillow Pants. What's the name of the mouth
0: troll? <laughs> Lister Fiend. Is it Lister Fiend? I think yeah. Lester, Fiend. Yeah. Lester Fiend. Lester Fiend. Lester Fiend. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good.
2: God, I, mean, I need to watch that movie again. That movie is one of my favorite
0: movies. I watched it a while ago and it, 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 uh, it held up pretty well. It, I was laughing. It's so good. Yeah, I mean. I don't really have much other hockey news other than that, unless you boys have some stuff you want to talk about. I think
1: that will wrap up the puck talk.
0: Yeah, I don't, uh, you know, there's not yeah. a whole lot going on other than like, you know, the NFL. We're and, kind of
1: just sitting and wait, waiting for the trade deadline. It was like how yeah. the NBA was the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. And I, honestly,
2: I don't even know made, if much is going to happen you know yeah i mean the kings made another deal today but it was just literally a minor minor move. like just a lot of minor moves people are getting goalie depth people are doing this people are doing that no, no big names have been moved yet
0: really yeah i'm not so sure any big names are going to get moved until the off season like once it gets closer to the draft that's that's my gut feeling is once it gets closer to the draft people are going to start moving their picks for big players but we shall see all right let's talk about some football boys speaking,
1: speaking of the draft Dolphins making moves in the NFL draft they have made a move with the San Francisco 49ers that will give them the the Niners will get the third pick from the Dolphins that was Houston's pick Dolphins get the 12th pick a conditional third and first round picks in 2022 and 2023 so big move for the Dolphins it looks like they got, they got two first round picks there. It looks like the Niners are moving up to get a QB, if I had to guess.
2: Yeah, that's the. It, I mean, they we've all think, we all, I, I feel like everyone feels like he, Garoppolo's their next goff. He's the next one that's going to get traded, that's on a deal. Come, come on home, Jimmy. Yeah, you come can on back him. to Bill. You can have him. They come crawling back to Bill. They always come crawling back. Hey, hey Jimmy. <laughs> it's nice man, oh my god, so creepy, right? So creepy. Um, yeah, no, and then they turned around and traded us. Working um, on, they t- dolphins turned around and traded us to get the sixth pick after giving up the third. Uh, which I was happy about because it means we're all in at least for this year on Jalen Hurts. We get some more draft picks. I thought it was Hurts.
1: Good- Hertz was the big winner in that one.
2: No, the Eagles are a big winner because we need other positions other than quarterback. And they, God damn it, they need to draft. Roseman
1: will fuck it up, bro.
2: I, I, know. (laughs) I I know he will. Like, I just am kind of, I'm, like, I have to give him props when he does something right. But, God, I just see that everyone's like, oh, Jamar Chase will probably still be there. And I'm just like, oh, God, until he picks, you know, Jalen... Rager, <laughs> Rager instead of Justin Jefferson. Oh my god, let's not talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. So far he's making decent moves. Let's hope that he drafts well, which he n- almost never does.
0: I'll pray for you.
2: The last time we had a 12th round or the 12th overall pick that we drafted Fletcher Cox. He's been great. so there's that. Uh
1: new mock draft has uh the top 3 being quarterbacks which we just sort of touched on there. Lawrence to the Jags, which Urban Meyer has basically outright said. He's taken Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Wilson to the Jets from BYU. Uh, That one's the one I'm up in the air about. I feel in my dick they're going to draft a quarterback and get rid of Darnold, but they, they also might keep Darnold and get something else. They might even trade down. I don't know. The I Jets are know, a wild man. card.
2: Yeah, yeah I no, think the
1: Jets are the wild card. Yeah, they I think the Jets
2: are. are going to draft a quarterback and move on from Darnold. I think they're. going. I think so I think too. That's I'm going that to wait until you. the day of
0: the draft, though.
2: Uh yeah, I think that's or, yeah, I or mean, like right up, boat. right up before. Oh like yeah, maybe it'll be
0: a, it'll before. be a last minute decision for sure.
1: Right. Yeah, I think you're right. But the third we just talked about, the Niners traded up. I think they're going to get a QB. The question is, is it going to be Justin Fields or Mac Jones?
2: Uh, you, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea. Yeah. And Toss it's up. like Toss people,
2: they, they could have someone on their board, and if something goes a different way, people it go crazy right. in the draft. So. Yeah. Like, they could just get slid on and take a quarterback, even if it's not the one they want.
1: And You do this research all year, and then draft night comes, and you could toss it all out the window in an instant.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. essentially so we'll, what happens, yeah.
2: We'll see what they do, although Joe Douglas, their GM, is known for liking the ability to build during a draft. So, you know, there is that. Also, there's about, I think, what did they say, like, seven to eight teams that have car- called on Darnold. So there is some interest for him.
1: heavily linked to Darnold.
2: Yeah. And that's Supposedly. not shocking. Um, although it's kind of weird. He's at that stage in his career where you're going to have to commit to him. So hopefully you've seen enough from him already because you're going to have to extend him on that fifth year option or lose him the year after next. Right. With the way they're they're the first round picks, um, Contracts are structured. So we'll see. Whoever gets him has to really like Darnold and think that they have a quarterback. Um, so we'll see. Uh what the, I mean the Broncos are are probably going to make a move at some point to get some some other quarterback in there. I don't think they love Drew Locke, but uh we'll see. Also a new GM, so that GM's not tied to Locke really. Yeah, Elway took a step back. Like I promoted. Took a step back and got promoted out of it. Right, right. May we all be John Elway.
1: (laughs) May we all hope to take a step back and add a promotion as John Elway
2: did. (laughs) You're getting paid for doing less and the blood's not on your hands. You're harder to fire. Blood's on Marshall Lattimore's hands. Arrested in
1: Cleveland for... (laughs) Jesus! Theft. Not actual blood on his hands. Sorry. I should clarify that when I say arrested. (laughs)
2: Good, good lord.
1: <laughs> but allegedly, L- Lattimore had a loaded and stolen gun on him. He was arrested and booked for a fourth-degree felony. Uh, I'm assuming we'll hear more on that coming up, you know, coming weeks. Uh, a couple minor moves here. Sammy Watkins will join the Ravens on a one-year deal. Switching over from one AFC competitor to another, he jumps ship from the Chiefs to the Ravens. We'll see if Watkins has anything left in the tank. Leonard yeah, for probably le- his
2: last payday, really.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's Leonard- taken
2: discounts to re-sign with the Chiefs the last few years. I think a lot of people thought he was about to retire last year, so we'll see what he can do. Like you said, he's been deteriorating. Um Ravens need wide receivers. Not all
1: receivers last either. Like Larry Fitzgerald is a rare receiver. Even him,
2: the last two years, he hasn't looked great either. But you know what
1: I mean? Some of them burn out at 30. It's not like, you know, like Watkins is what, 31, 30. He's not that old. But for a receiver, it's, you know, it's a shorter lifespan. Like a running back, it's longer than that. But yeah. Uh, Something else I was going to say about that too. Oh, and yeah, Watkins is also somebody that's voiced, like you see, voiced retirement last year. He thought he was sitting out during the COVID season. So, I don't know. Could be his last run, like you said. Uh, Fournette stays in Tampa Bay on a one-year deal. Playoff Lenny, Super Bowl Lenny, gets to stay in Tampa and try to win
2: another ring with TV12 and company. Yeah, like we talked about last week, it's kind of amazing. They've managed to bring everyone back part of that is tom brady um giving them a discount and then i think part of it is people just willing to sign one-year deals given that there will probably be a lot more money going around next offseason. they are not afraid to get a one-year deal hopefully win another championship and then peace out next year maybe so we'll see it seems like a lot of those solid stars have signed uh one-year deals in the nfl um and that's that's really i think helped Tampa Bay and bringing back basically everyone. I think all 11 starters are back, which is kind of crazy for a Super Bowl team.
1: Yeah, they're going to be competitive again. No doubt about it. Uh, did you see the
2: 285
1: pound kicker? No, I did. Manny Iguera 285 pound Christian. He kicked a game winner for a football game in the spring. College football in the spring. Weird to me. I don't know what's going on there.
2: Well, this is what everyone talked about before they realized how much money they would lose if they didn't do it in the spring. Therefore, you had all the the major leagues going. I think it's actually a good thing for some of these these uh, smaller programs. I feel like they I get more shine. Yeah, they get more exposure. I, we we won't be talking about the guy who looks like Jared Lorenzen. Um, you know, if if he was playing during the regular year, but that's what it made me think of Jared Lorenzen.
1: R.I.P. The R.I.P.
0: Rest in
1: your peace. Sorry. Jared, I don't Lorenzen mean to mock it. Was, Jared Lorenzen was a an anomaly. Absolute hero. Yeah. But yeah, it was awesome seeing the fucking just a big old kicker.
0: Yeah, he's out a there hoss, isn't kicking,
1: he? Kicking a bomb for the win. Do you remember the uh, was it the punter or the kicker for Penn State that was like giant gigantic? He were either
2: ninety-nine or sixty-nine. Can't remember which. But he I was like blowing him.
1: people up on kickoffs and shit. Like I
2: remember Janikowski though was huge. bass yeah, Bass was massive. This F-care. guy wasn't
1: that tall. He's Joey like Julius, 5'10", 5'11". yes, Joey Julius. Yeah, Yeah, he, he like checked himself into rehab and shit. Hopefully he's doing better now. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. But uh, yeah, his fucking his run at Penn and State. <laughs> Teas and peas, teas and peas, Oh,
0: good Lord. So uh, out tease and peas. Oh Lord! Sports
1: toss out teas and peas like they're fucking. Hell yeah, teas and peas, bro.
2: Yeah, we do. Two
0: two up, two good down. God! All right, uh, want to talk about some basketball? Some some NCAA some, basketball? Some
1: madness. Yeah, we can do that. Get some Sweet Sixteen going. Run through our picks real quick, and then we can talk about. Uh, Game that already happened, a game that's going on, and then the last two for the Elite Eight. But Sweet Sixteen, Gonzaga, big win over Creighton. Gonzagas look dominant so far. I think they're most people's favorite. That's still left. I know we've talked about it before. They're
2: Meach's favorite, but they just—they're dominant. They look great. They look great, and actually, University of Houston looks really good too. Uh, but yeah, the Zags look look like the real deal. And I, I think they're going to win it. Uh, we'll see what happens though. These It seems like all of the teams left are quality teams now. So uh it should be some great games. Absolutely. USC beat Oregon 82
1: to 68. Good for USC. Michigan beat Florida state 76 58. Couple of sleeper games there in a row. A few blowouts. Uh
2: UCLA. Well, it was weird. Everyone thought that liver livermore talking about player livers everyone thought yeah, that michigan would just close up like a folding chair and without their um their their point guard livers and they've looked really good it seems like Joan howard has that team rolling full speed ahead
1: yeah they look there i was kind of we talked about it at the start we thought they might be a one and done or second round team but the like you said. Howard's got them rolling they're gelling and they've got they look better and better each
2: round yeah he's really got that team playing well together as a team and fundamentally they just they don't turn the ball over they look really good so I mean they've been everyone's been picking them to go out every single round it seems like and every single round they win
1: we were right on those three games this is the first one we were wrong on i was right on it though fuck you guys ucla beat alabama 88 78 ucla advances baylor beats villanova 62 to 51 picked up the win there oral roberts r.i.p
2: oral roberts t's and p's to oral roberts yes. <laughs> jesus christ that was a great game though that might be yeah, the best game of the tournament so I far think that was. was great
1: i was at work for it but i was able to catch the very end of it like the last couple minutes but it was a crazy game that uh the point guard for oral roberts has played himself into a potential nba draft pick he is so good yeah uh, Arkansas 72 70 over Oral Roberts. Their Cinderella run will come to an end as Oregon State's continue 65 58 over Loyola Chicago. Meach, anything on your boys? I was sad. I was sad that uh,
2: Loyola. Loyola, Loyola just- Those were the
1: first two games of the, that day, too. The weren't they or they were both on the first day at least that was the lobbyist. first
2: one loyal versus yeah. uh yeah we're say and they just they it's like they lost the ability to shoot they missed i believe i counted seven or eight possessions in a row so seven or eight possessions they just missed on shots and it was just like they could not get Go anything cold. going offensively and as defensively locked down as they were the game before, it looked like that happened to them this game. So it was very, very weird. But they just their their shooting was way off that that whole game. They I think they missed they missed ton of threes. I don't even think they made one till almost the end of the first. Crutwig, Sister Jean, and the Ramblers are
1: sent home by the Beavers. Beaver, I hardly know her. Syracuse versus Houston. Houston got the win. Like you said, well, the Cougars are looking better and better.
2: And with Loyola, we'll see who, if if uh, Coach Mosier stays there because... Good call. Uh, yeah, he's... He could be a hot name. He is. He's going to be the bell of the ball. Um, yeah, he, so we'll see if he's like Mark Few stays there uh, or Also, he, real quick, your boy, Shaka shaka yeah i didn't know i was gonna bring this up at the end but yeah shaka bolts to marquette um they are one of those tournament darlings that always pops up uh at the end of the year um a lot marquette of cat people- had one of my
1: favorite college teams ever with jimmy butler jay crowder and darius johnson odom
2: <laughs> yeah they also have really nice jerseys too yeah i like them their jerseys are clean, but yeah, uh, Marquette gets Shaka Smart. A lot of people have been pretty excited about this move for Shaka, saying that this takes him back to one of the sm- one of those smaller basketball-focused schools, like he was at with VCU. Um, we'll see if he can rekindle that kind of magic he had at VCU. Didn't quite work out at Texas for him, but Texas is picky. We've seen it with football and basketball. Um, You know that they just they they think they're better jobs than they actually offer. So they they throw money at people, but a lot of the times their expectations there are way too high. I feel like for what they are now. I second that. But yeah, Uh, so saw my boy uh, go go to Marquette, and I think that's a great move by Marquette, and we'll see what he can do going forward. Yeah, because he was one of the hottest coaches
1: in college basketball before he went to Texas, and even when he got to Texas, didn't really have much success there, like you said, not all attributed to him. Hopefully, he could rekindle
2: something at a smaller, more basketball-focused school, like you said. Yeah, and there's something to be said for that, like not having to answer to basically anyone. Um, right when you're like that i mean i feel like and then that's why that's what will be fascinating to see if if mojo's they're stays probably just loyal. gonna
1: give right and they're just gonna give shock of the keys at marquette
2: oh oh absolutely i mean yeah
1: but that will conclude our sweet 16 recap we will move to the elite eight oregon state lost to the houston cougars who moved to their first final
2: four since the 70s 80s oh also it's been a while uh, Cuse looked. It was funny because, like I said about, um, like I said about Loyola Marymount, uh Chicago. The Cuse looked the same way. They had them locked down defensively the game before that. In that game, they just their shooting ceased to exist as well. It was it was so weird with those two games. You feel like they just they lost their ability to they, they couldn't hit a bucket. It was kind of crazy.
1: Right. And that game with Oregon State came down to the wire, but then they sort of pulled it away with, you know, the and free throws hitting a couple. This one kid hit a corner three that was absolutely disgusting. It was over two people who's talking yeah. mad shit after. Love to see it. But Houston <laughs> will move on to the final four. Oregon State Cinderella run will come to an end. Twelve seed advance to the elite eight. Oregon State wasn't even supposed to make the tournament. They won their conference tournament and went on a run once they got there. So shout out Oregon State.
2: The other a great, game that's a great coach's name, Wayne Tinkle. Yes, Coach Tinkle. Coach Tinkle. Former Montana coach? That sounds years. about right. Somewhere like that. Minnesota, Montana, somewhere like that, yeah. Uh, the I other game Montana. that's
1: on right now is Arkansas versus Baylor. Do we have a score update on that, Meach? I will get you one in a second. Arkansas versus Baylor is on now I like both teams I've picked both of them a couple times throughout our picks here Baylor's got the mullet Arkansas Baylor's killing it it's
2: 60 to 48 uh with Baylor's 12 winning. and a half
1: to go in the second all right so let's go Bears let's go mullet looks like Baylor should be able to wrap that one up and move to the final four to take on Houston on yeah the, other of the tournament oh sorry go ahead uh, i was just gonna say and baylor looks like the real deal too that's what i'm saying like baylor looks real good the teams that are it... left have all looked really fucking good
2: exactly exactly like these teams you are finally getting to the cream of the crop now and so well i think the zags are still going to win baylor has looked impressive the whole tournament i mean they have just killed it the whole tournament
1: and they always look like they're so in sync that team chemistry is really high they look very well coached they're good on defense they can score Baylor's really well the great depth
2: i feel like i've seen a number of games in this tournament where you know people get into foul trouble and they. it's always play.
1: a factor people don't talk about that enough yeah like they say the start you know of like, tournament
2: time you know they they're in foul trouble they don't have great depth i feel like baylor absolutely has great depth so that gives them an edge really
1: absolutely they, they since the mullet
2: helped. comes off the bench he doesn't even start
1: i know the but the mullet's their bench player he's the only one i know on their team off the top of my head <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean you want to be recognized in like a tournament come up with like a
1: horrible like mustache that. yeah
2: or
0: hair the dude on
1: or... gonzaga with the mustache is it uh timmy yeah they keep talking about that dude's facial hair every time they play too
2: it looks like a
1: 70s porn star. <laughs> they're saying his mom tried to get him to shave it. He's like, no, nah. the team convinced her not to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't do it now. You, you're winning. Exactly. They're like, look at your stats pre-tournament, post-tournament. Yeah. yeah That's pre-mustache.
2: That will keep the stash there.
1: <laughs> Love it. Speaking of Gonzaga, they're going against USC. Uh, Meech, I know you're taking Gonzaga. I will too, so that will overrule any pick Birdie has gonna try to pull out of his ass. And Michigan versus UCLA. <laughs> you just hear a flatline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, right. I, got I got nothing. He's right. got nothing.
2: I've been. I am usually not into the tournament. I have been very focused on the tournament, yeah. mostly because of betting this year. Uh, but I am taking a break from betting at the moment. I'm, oh, are you I'm really? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> yeah, <me neither. laughs>
2: I cash out a, a large amount of rock money. bottom. No, no, he went actually, out up, I, which is crazy. I, uh Yeah, it was the. I, I mean, I almost didn't a couple times. I came back. I rebounded well at night. You um, were down. I was like, he is—he's not a happy camper.
1: You were at two in separate a foul points, mood.
2: I was down to. Seventy dollars in my account. Oh my god! And two dollars in my account, and rallied mm. back to a thousand. So cash okay, out. So what what night did you
1: play with me? Because you wouldn't tell me the amount. What night did you play yeah. with me when you were <laughs> super pissed off? Was it the seventy or the two? The two, I lost, <laughs> I lost a,
2: at least $300 that day.
1: bro Frodo asked him how much he lost, and Meech
2: goes, I won't give this motherfucker the pleasure of telling him how much money yeah, I lost. Yeah, because Frodo's psycho and like takes joy in other people's pain, but I was in a salty mood that day. <laughs> was not happy. Yeah, I and even imagine. now. I bet the over in that Baylor game this weekend, and they just—it wasn't even close. I mean, it wasn't within fifty points, so that's it tough. was kind of crazy. So yeah, I'm taking. We cashed out. We didn't lose it all, so that's good. We cashed out a large amount. Uh, you know, I lost a couple other bets after that, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna take a chill pill. But the tournament has been exhilarating this year. I love the tournament. Tour
1: yeah every year i love the tournament i always have i think what does it for me is that first weekend where there's just so many fucking games on and you just press last channel
2: last channel last channel and you get yeah and there can be huge upsets huge upsets every
1: game's close you learn about players that like you wouldn't have otherwise and then me being just a sports fan i see those players in an nba game three years from now i'm like oh that's that fucking dude from Marshall who hit that game-winning three in the first round. Like, you know, yeah, I mean? Or even, it
2: just makes it more... You get more attached. Even on draft night, you're more cognizant that too, of who's right. getting drafted. I mean, I, I knew right. Obi Toppin from the tournament. The Ain't year no before. stopping. So, Ain't no stopping, Obi Toppin. Exactly. Like, you just don't know players if you don't watch the tournament. The tournament Tournament. Jacob Toppin highlights- was on a fucking depressing-ass Kentucky Wildcats team that we don't need to talk about ever again. On the By side. the way, yeah. just... High thought here. University of Houston and University of Kentucky's logos. So similar. Very similar. Very similar. And then the Cougars and the Wildcats. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of those teams out there. But, yeah, just I looked at it. I was like, that does not look like a Houston logo. Like, I don't like that logo. You could do something way better. So much better.
1: Like how? Just spitballing, like have a basketball have it's a fucking cougar like rip a hole in the ball that's in the shape of an H. Every time I hear
2: cougar, I just think of Red Dead. And then you're just dead. Like you're just dead. Like you have no chance to do it. In this in Red Dead 2. I will I say the cougars you have a little bit more time to <laughs> yeah, react. In Red Dead 1, it was literally like you heard ow and then you were dead. Yeah, and and then just then like, you're oh just like
0: oh my god. murked immediately. Yeah. I
2: screamed at least 3 or 4 times getting oh, Bro, you should see me right now.
0: You should see me right now with this VR headset. I've got a few games and I got this one zombie game and the first time we played it, it's like a horde mode, you know. And I turned uh. around and there was one like in my face just like hitting me and i fucking like straight like screamed and one of my roommates <laughs> came out. i was like yo are you okay and i was like yeah i'm just playing vr and he was like oh okay. it's real dude it's, it's shockingly real like the porn is scary dude jesus like, christ it's scary dude like it's not like it's not okay like real quick though real uh-huh. quick
2: you know what ea should do to make people not hate them as much anymore
0: huh VR bring porn. back
2: if it's in the game, it's, it's in the game. game. I
0: agree. If it's
2: in the game, it's in the game.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. They need to bring that back.
2: So much better it's than game. it's in the game.
0: Yep. Like, okay. Thank you. Yep, I agree. I would hope
2: so. I'm paying $60 a year for it.
0: Right? Yep. Anyway, sorry.
2: Got yeah. got kicked off there.
0: Yeah, we did get sidetracked.
2: Uh,
1: Michigan versus UCLA. You guys doubted UCLA. I wanted them. They beat Bama. They did it. They're here. They're going to play Michigan. They're going to lose. They're finally going to lose.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Michigan has looked like, like you and I talked about. They have just looked great during the tournament. And everyone's expecting them to go out what seems like every round. And they keep just fighting. They're playing great fundamental basketball. And like I said, Jawan Howard has looked like a slam dunk hire for Michigan after losing beeline to the Cavs. Um, You know, you you didn't know how it would turn out. They bring in an X star. Um, Remind me where that sounds similar from. Oh, yeah, Michigan football. That's right. Uh, They bring in an X. Looks (laughs) like it's working a whole lot fucking
1: better on the hardwood. Let me tell you what, Gene.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Jawan Howard looks like a slam dunk hire for that team. Um, and he just I couldn't be happier for him. Let's go Wolverines! So
1: we've yeah. got Gonzaga versus Michigan in the Elite Eight, like in I mean, the Final Four. Excuse me, Gonzaga yeah. versus Michigan on the Final Four. Are our picks, and it looks like we've got Houston versus Baylor on the other side. We will talk about those games when we come to it. We can talk about that on Wednesday.
2: Wednesday yeah. show. And both those games should be just
1: great. The I mean, it's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. Can't wait. I'm going to be glued to my TV. But real quick, before we get out of here. Yeah. Francis Ngannou, heavyweight champion, knocks out, well, new, your new heavyweight Heavy champion, champion of yeah, the world. Say, yeah, new. Francis Ngannou knocks out Stepe Miocic. Good for him. I'm a big Ngannou guy. I watched his first fight at 2 o'clock while they were in Poland. Fought Curtis Blades like five fucking years ago. And Curtis I was like, Blades. wow, that guy's got scary fucking power. And I wanted Blades to win, and Ngannou uh, KO'd him from a doctor stoppage. His eye was like so swollen, he couldn't
0: yeah. see out of it. Yeah,
2: But I'm a, kind Good. of a novice when it comes to UFC. That's the heavyweight division, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Because we need to have, in fighting, you have to have a heavyweight division, I feel like.
1: Yeah. You do. And this guy is the definition of heavyweight champion. For sure. Yeah. He's, he Big looks, looks like a beast, power. Dude. He looks the part. He can talk his shit. He's, he uh, called out John Jones. They've been going back and forth for a few months now, even before this fight jones wants to get funny. paid to do it which he makes, i don't blame him i would too he makes jones look so tiny though i feel like he does he's so much bigger than jones and there i believe he only has an inch on him but the weight difference is a lot yeah and jones carries himself around 225 230 like he cuts a significant amount of weight to go to a light heavyweight yeah and Ganu cuts weight to go to heavyweight
0: yeah right. dude walks the walk like he walks at yeah.
1: 300 built which is yeah. fucking scary yeah he's that just is a fucking absolutely stink, terrifying Yeah, dude walks the <laughs>
0: walk man like that's all you can really say he's got some of the scariest
1: knockouts in ufc history yeah. that one over ovary where he cocks his head back his eyes are just looking up at the lights in detroit that shit was yeah no nah, dude is
0: chilling. dude is uh the real fucking deal for sure
2: Plus, right. I feel like it's just so much better when the UFC has heavyweights. Yeah, because knockouts are what people want. All fighting is better TKOs. when it's heavyweights. Even if it's CKOs. I All mean, even fucking
1: like Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. He yeah. is what he is. He's not the greatest. Nope. But if you put him in, a, in the octagon, he's going to draw fucking eyes and ears every single time. Yeah. And if you have a heavyweight champion that has a name and, you know, that reputation aura to him the reputation to him it's gonna draw in those casual viewers and that's what the UFC's goal is it's what every fucking sports goal
0: should is yeah be. draw in the casual viewer for sure I agree well anything else you want to talk about I think that should wrap it up all right boys well, let's get the hell out of here thanks for listening to this episode follow us on all the socials as always it's instagram twitter twitch and youtube stone sports podcast say goodbye boys Look out for Stone Sports Noir. Oh, yeah, yeah, still in the <laughs> works. <laughs> Later.